Hello, this is Mark Taylor and welcome back to the National Association for Primary Education podcast. Today I'm joined by Lucy Parks, who's the formal learning manager for the Historic Royal Palaces. Hi Lucy, and thanks for joining us today. Thank you, thank you for having me on. Let's start with a bit of your professional education backgrounds and, and how you got involved with the, um, the Historic Royal Palaces. Uh, yeah, well, I guess my education background really started in my mid-twenties. Um, I started off teaching English abroad um, and I taught a range of students from four years old to 40 year old. Um, and I, I really loved that. But when I returned to London, I got I got um, back into history and um, I started working for the London archives. Um, and as I did that and I was finding out all this stuff and all these amazing stories that I'd certainly never heard before, I realised what I really wanted to be doing was sharing all of this um, and enthusing others about it. So I trained as a history teacher um, and I taught for several years in London. I became deputy head of year um, before moving into heritage education um, I've spent eight years sort of setting up and developing schools programs in museums um, seven of those were at the Museum of London uh, before um, I joined historic royal palaces where I've been for last three years now and what sort of projects what sort of things are actually going on within that that department there at the royal palaces well, it might help to just give a little bit of a background of um, HRP. We are an independent charity. Um, we look after six palaces. Um, they are Hampton Court Palace, the Tower of London, Kensington Palace, Kew Palace, um, set within Kew Gardens, Banqueting House, Whitehall, and Hillsborough Castle in Northern Ireland. We have well-developed schools programmes at Hampton Court Palace, the Tower of London and Kensington Palace. And so in my role, I oversee all the all the work that we do with schools, mainly for those three palaces at the moment. Um, and I manage a team of learning producers who produce the content, the sessions, the resources, um, including the teacher's CPD, the online resources um, for those palaces and those histories, really. Um, and I guess I lead on the strategy and the approach for our work with schools. Uh, we've got lots going on all the time. Um, we have our kind of continuous programmes that run at those three palaces that, that run week in, week out, um, which are for schools um, to have sessions when they come and visit. Um, and we also run a number of deeper engagement projects um, should I talk about those? Yes, please. Yeah, do. Yeah, give us a, give us a flavour of, of what they would do. I mean, it's interesting because my, my kids have been to the tower and some of those education projects in, in the last few years at various oh, times. Really? So, so it, it's, um, it's nice to actually hear it from your side as well as sort of hearing it back from them when they absolutely love the days that they were there. Oh, that's good to hear. Well, at the moment, we're working in partnership with the National Literacy Trust. Um, we're running two projects with them. Um, they're the projects have been built on the premise of uh, research that, that was done by the Education Endowment Fund that um, really proved that um, memorable experiences can be a really powerful tool for literacy um, using kind of say a visit to one of our sites um, as a source of inspiration for writing um, writing for pleasure um, can be a really um, fantastic tool to use for enhancing um, pupils levels of literacy um, and they've proved that it, it can have a substantial effect on attainment because pupils stop seeing 
literacy and writing as something that they have to do that's functional and they they start to enjoy it and what we can do really with these projects is provide the springboard for that um, and a big part of our deeper engagement projects are the teachers um, we really want to work with teachers to um, help develop their skills to support them in in learning new techniques and approaches for for teaching literacy and in inspiring I guess new ways of of thinking in their pupils so um, the projects that we do always involve a strong element of teacher CPD um, and then a visit to one of our sites at the moment these are running at at the tower and at Kensington um, and and then usually are followed up by some kind of project within the classroom that that has led from that visit and then building up towards a performance or some kind of celebratory event so we we kind of have used that model in many different ways because it it, it works really well it works really well for for teachers um, because they're they're kind of supported through every stage of of their development as well and we've got some fantastic things coming up. We've got a, a, a book that's been published of um, the writing of primary pupils um, at Kensington Palace. And Lucy Worsley's just written the foreword for that. Um, so that's going to be available on Amazon. And it's a really, it's a great thing for the pupils to, to work towards something solid like that. Um, as an end project, we've also got a poetry pro project running um, that's based on a, on similar techniques, um, and they those pupils will hopefully be performing at the tower in the summer in front of thousands of visitors. So, we like to have something for pupils to work towards, so that all that learning can be. Uh, I guess um, it's about fundamentally it's about building their confidence and in enjoyment and enthusiasm for writing and we we like these projects to be very inclusive of everybody and to be able to reach kind of all different levels of ability so that everybody makes progress and what i love about when you're in a, a unique position really in so many ways because this country just has so much history and so much heritage and, and no more than someone like the Tower of London, which is, you know, just an, an incredible place to be and, and to experience. But the fact that it ties in with the now so perfectly, like you say, the way those projects work in terms of actually performing there or actually being immersed in in something that's happening there is very much now. And I think that blend of the two in the bringing the whole thing alive is, is something which is a, such a great asset for you. Absolutely. I think one of my biggest missions really since I've been at Historic Royal Palaces um, is to bring to the forefront the the relevance of the histories. Um, not that that wasn't done before, but I think my approach is about not having this kind of just this removed sense of awe at oh, all these kings and queens lived here and they did these things. It's about pupils being able to come and make personal connections with the stories of the real people that were there um, so that they connect with the past and can see the relevance to them and to their lives that's for me that's fundamental because I think that that builds a deeper impact not just with our sites but but with history with with learning history as a whole or learning about history as a whole 
I mean, that really does make a lot of sense, and 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 I can I can see where that enthusiasm, and certainly for my kids when they were there, you know, just it's not just about the visit; it's it's about the whole, like I say, the whole immersion thing, and and I think that perspective, the sense of history, the sense of now the sense of it fitting into school and then your understanding of learning being different because it's not just like a one a one-off field trip you know and then a project unrelated beyond that because you've got that sort of all-inclusive kind of CPD and the support for teachers as well they can feel like they can really get their teeth into something and, and actually get it I guess embedded or ingrained in their school is in a much more ongoing process. Absolutely yeah we, we really want to I guess increase awareness among teachers of of what we can offer and for them to like you say not just come on a visit but to really think about how they can make the most of what we have um, and incorporate it into their practice um, so that it's you know as you say it's all joined up um, and it's not a separate thing that they just come and do once a year. And how many schools and, and how many children will have been involved in, in this type of project sort of on a, on a yearly basis? Um, so the, the literacy projects um, we run with um, between five and 20 schools, so a class really from, from each of those. Um, we have larger projects such as Music at the Tower, which um, we work with uh, around 60 schools, up to 2,000 pupils um, for that project. So it, it can vary um, quite a lot. Um, but yeah, yeah, I mean, obviously, the, the smaller the group, the deeper the impact often. Um, absolutely, of course. And, and can you tell us a little bit more about the, the music at the Tower, which of course, music is a, is a real passion of mine. So we're really interested to hear exactly how that works as well. Yeah, well, this is um, one of my favourites. <laughs> it's a particular passion for me that that, um, that HLP supports music at the Tower and that we we are able to run this project. Um, we run it in partnership with a charity called Water City Music, who are um, professional musicians who um, their aim is to um, create performance opportunities for for children. Um, and, and really spectacular performance opportunities that, um, that build their confidence and their motivation to play and practice music. Um, for us, we want to, um, obviously, we want to support that mission, but we also want to connect with our local community. And, and Music at the Tower is, is very much about bringing London schools into the tower. Um, so, it, you know, bringing them inside the tower walls and making them part of, of life there that week, um, of the visitor experience that week. So um, we have three stages set up around the tower. Um, and there's um, instrumental bands, there's huge choirs made up of children from lots and lots of schools. Um, and we also have a stage on the wharf that's that's often percussion or samba. Um, and uh, it runs for a week. Um, and students usually in the build up to it have come on a pre-visit. So they've learned about the tower and that some of the key kind of tower stories. Um, the music that they sing and play is connected to the theme of um, Palace Prison Fortress, which is in a nutshell what the tower is. Um, so through learning the music and the songs, they learn a bit about the history. And also, I think through through coming and visiting, it builds their sense of occasion. They learn about what's happened at this particular place, and the fact that they're coming to to sing and play there is is made all the more iconic, I guess, because they 
they know the importance of the site and once they know that it builds their sense of occasion to a greater level um, and again it's about it's about them kind of building their own personal connection to the site and for us we want to we want to welcome that particularly within our local community particularly within communities that that wouldn't normally come to the tower the children that wouldn't normally come as um, with their families um, we want them to see this place as an accessible and relevant place for them yeah i think it's a very exciting prospect for anyone that's um involved or in the process of being involved because i know you said there's some things coming up in the summer related to that um how, how do you see the development um for the future going you've talked quite a lot about obviously the tower and and the three main palaces and, and your connection to local schools there um is the plan to develop the same sort of thing in, in some of the other palaces as well uh well Yes, um, we've got um, a new learning programme being launched at, at Hillsborough Castle in Northern Ireland um, in September, which has been the result of um, a huge amount of planning and work um, that's still going on at the moment. Um, I mean, on the whole, um, our mission at the moment really is about widening access and, and deepening impact. Um, so some of the things coming up are... Um, we've got a new gallery opening at uh, Kensington Palace, which is focused on Queen Victoria as a child um, and should be a really inspiring place for, for school children to come. Um, so we're launching a new schools programme in September um, in relation to that. Um, we have a new Early Years Foundation stage offer um, for reception classes that's being developed um, at Hampton Court Palace, which we've never done before. We've never worked with that age group in a kind of formal learning setting. We've worked with them within family groups, but not, not for schools. Um, so that's a new offer that's in development at the moment. At Hampton Court Palace, we, we're currently um, developing a, a programme for health and wellbeing, um, which we hope we will be able to connect schools into. Um, at the moment, we're looking that, at that for, for young people in an informal setting, but increasingly schools are needing to um, make provision in this area. And I know that the, the recent governmental changes that were announced about having um, mental health leads within schools we see this as an area that we could really enrich we have these awesome incredible spaces um, that can really transport young people out out of their day-to-day -day reality into a completely different world um, and i think that provides an excellent opportunity for 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 stirring up the spirit in a different way and um, for being a setting for learning new tools not just about learning history but learning how how to i guess develop their own cultural capital and and nurture a sense of well-being and enjoying learning for learning's sake and understanding that you can do that in in places other than schools um so that that's another line we're we're heading down at the moment I think I think that's really wonderful but the thing I like about it the most is the fact that it works on multiple levels doesn't it because it gives you that sense of occasion where you can talk about things in a different way which is very supportive but just the fact that 
the children are able to go on a visit and actually learn in a different way is doing exactly the same thing I think that is a it changes their whole way of feeling their whole way of being which in itself is actually very supportive from a well-being point of view as well because like, yeah. like you said they see their learning in a different way and the more they can get to do these things the more I think that helps them anyway yes absolutely absolutely and I don't know if you're familiar with the um the Sutton Trust foundation research into children's attainment and um how it's they kind of prove in their research that taking children to museums galleries heritage sites really does impact their attainment and uh, it, it provides an intrinsic benefit to pupils well-being and life chances yeah i think there's many different routes that we can approach um in order to support that and and what sort of feedback do you do you get? I guess a lot of it may be letters or anecdotal, but in terms of the sorts of value the school feel from actually having made these um, visits to the and had these projects going on in their schools. Um, yeah, I mean we we get some really fantastic feedback. I, I think you know we often get people saying, "Oh, it really brought history to life," which is kind of what we hope for what we we expect because they've come into this immersive environment um but i, I think what in what really hits home for me is when you get teachers um who say well it's really changed the way i'm doing something because i sort of think well if a teacher's changed the way they're doing something that many many more pupils are going to benefit from it so we get some wonderful feedback from students but I think that's where where I get most excited is when teachers say they felt really inspired by their visit um, or by their the CPD session they've been to and that they're going to do things differently as a result that's really fantastic and and that's that's a theme actually I've been hearing a lot recently is the is teachers feeling that they can do it in a different way which is i think what they wanted to always have been doing it but um because of the 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 recent systems and and the pressures of testing and all that kind of thing they sort of felt that teaching and learning had to be a certain way and i think there's there's a sort of a cultural sense that actually all of these things which we intrinsically know are fantastic for us you know the the getting out of the classroom the visiting things living life like you say within an environment which is very supportive and then actually the great support you're doing in terms of being able to show how they can use that through CPD I think that really does make a, an, an impact above and beyond you know just that initial contact yeah well we we hope so and I mean absolutely as you say I, it's been a challenging time for teachers um, and particularly in in arts education um, and so I think we have a at HRP we have quite a a, a good resource um, for for feeding that enthusiasm in, in in teachers and being able to support them to do the fantastic job that they do um, in inspiring pupils. So our aim go, going forward is is now we've got a real sense of the sorts of things that you do and, and and the sorts of projects that you're involved in. We want to be able to follow this up as well. So we're going to organise um, myself going to actually come and and see some of these projects in action. Um, maybe come to a live event and and get an idea of of how that works and and get some some conversations with either some teachers or some children or some parents or however we can organize it in such a way that um, for those of you listening you can really understand the emotion that's behind these things as well as the the sort of the the learning process and all that kind of thing which I think would be fantastic that we can just sort of um, have various points coming up in the next sort of few months and year or so to actually understand how this works in practice and, and really get that that human element of bringing all these things alive. 
Well, we would absolutely love to do that. So, yes, you'd be very welcome to come along and record some of our sessions. Fantastic. So the best way to keep in contact and, and up to date with all these things is to go to educationonfire.com and you can find the show notes there. If you if you just search um, for Lucy Parks in, in the search bar, this particular episode will come up. But you can also sign up to the, the newsletter on the homepage as well on educationonfire.com and there we'll send you all the details of all the latest information, all the latest podcasts, all the blogs, every, everything that's available so that you don't miss any of this and you can keep up to date with everything. And we look forward to sharing this journey as, as we go into two 2019. Great, thank you very much. Can I make a small plug for um, the Historic Royal Palaces Teachers Network? Absolutely, please do. Um, so we have a teachers network and this is really for teachers who are interested in getting involved in the development of our programmes or or taking the opportunities to take part in free pilots and keep up with what we're doing and what's going on. So if you're interested in joining the network, um, go to www.hrp.org.uk slash schools and you will see a uh, link there to join the teachers network. That's fantastic. We'll make sure that's on the show notes too. So you've got all the information that you need. Um, Lucy, thank you so much for, for joining me today. It's been really interesting. I'm excited for all the things that we can uh, share with um, everyone listening in the future. And um, I look forward to, to chatting to you again soon. Thank you so much. It's been really lovely talking to you.